everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Today we're talking about how to convince yourself that you can lose weight because you can do it, but you probably feel like you can't. And so uh, you have to believe it, right? If you don't believe that you're going to lose weight, you're never going to really give your full effort, right? I, I always like, if I say go outside and try and flap your arms and fly, eh, you know, how hard are you going to try, right? Because you don't believe it can happen, you know? So a lot of people are walking around with their weight loss thinking, no matter what I do, I can't lose weight. I can't stick with it. I can't do it. And so how do you convince yourself that you can do it? Because that changes the entire game completely right from the beginning. So you've got to get good at this because I know, I know right now that deep down, you don't believe you can do it. And, you know, if you're in your forties, fifties, sixties, this belief just gets stronger and stronger because more and more time goes by where you haven't done it, you know? So how do you do it? So the first step is you have to reframe the entire process. The truth is you probably can't just lose weight. Okay. Because weight loss is a short term thing. Weight loss you do with dieting, you know, restricting your food for a little while, working out really hard, doing really extreme things for a short amount of time, um, just cause you want to lose some weight. So if you're going to continue thinking that way, like all you want to do is lose some weight, um, then you're probably going to continue to have to use those strategies and you're probably going to continue to fail. And you probably don't believe you can do it cause you probably can't. Okay. But what can you do? Well, I believe you can master your weight, right? And what that means is that you can get back down to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. That's a different goal. They may sound similar, but they're not. The difference is the time frame that we're thinking in. And so if all you want to do is just lose the weight, I just want to lose the weight. I don't care what I got to do. I just got to lose the weight. You're thinking in a short-term time frame. And as soon as you think in that short-term time frame, you're susceptible to all the extreme plans that are too hard to maintain, those are what you've been doing. And you now know, you have experience, you have proof, validation that you can't do it long-term, okay? So as soon as you let go of that, you open yourself up to being able to walk on the path of weight mastery, where you can build up the skills necessary to get to your goal weight first and then live the rest of your life there on your autopilot. So it's a completely different path, even though they may sound the same you know, at first. Um, they're completely different because one's about how fast can I lose the weight and the other one's about how long can I lose the weight, you know? And again, I know you want to lose the weight forever, you know? So the second one's a much better goal. So how do you do that? How do you convince yourself still, right? So again, it first starts by putting yourself on a different path and giving yourself more time because it's my belief that the main reason you haven't been able to lose weight is that you're trying to do too much too quick and you're overwhelming yourself. And so you're able to do it for a little while and then you end up reverting back to your old behaviors and habits and weight. And so what I suggest is you give yourself more time and start off slower. And I know for a fact that if you start off slow, you can develop the skill sets, the abilities, you know, the, the strengths, the skills that you need to master your weight. But you're gonna take a little bit at a time. And so let me just do this. I like to make the parallel here to learning the piano. You know, if I said, okay, learn the piano in a month, well, you're not, you don't believe you can do that, right? It's too hard. And you'd have to what? Practice eight hours a day. And then after the first day, your fingers are cramped up. You can't continue practicing. So if I said, you know, learn the pan, piano, piano over the next year, um, well, that seems a little bit more believable, right? I think I could do that, you know? It's the same thing with your weight. So if we start off with a slower approach, then you can start to be more strategic. And now you're now in the realm of everything in your life that you've learned and mastered, you have learned 
kind of slowly and strategically. And so now this instantly starts to feel better because now you have a, a wealth of experience, of proof, of validation that you can learn things when you take it step by step. I was just saying, uh, you know, yard by yard, everything's hard, inch by inch, everything's a cinch, you know? And so that becomes the approach. So I know what's the main thing stopping us from taking this path? Well, it's patience. You know, we've been so conditioned to associate with weight loss, just fast, fast results, you know? And so to all of a sudden sprinkle some patience onto this process feels very weird, you know? But again, if you look at your life, anything that you've gotten good at, anything you've gained mastery over, it absolutely has been something that you've developed over time. So if you take a step back and say, okay, I want to master my weight and I will take it slowly. I'll, I'll build up the skills. I will transform myself from the inside out into a thin person, changing how I think, how I live, how I feel, how I behave and eat, and I will become a thin person. Well, now it's not this all or nothing mentality. You know, Now you leave room to make mistakes and to learn from them and grow, which is probably how you've learned everything in your life, right? Think about when you learned how to write. You didn't just start out writing perfectly. You started writing, making mistakes. And you learned from those mistakes and you grew and you evolved and you got better and now you can write flawlessly. And so it's the same thing with the weight loss where you start to take it slow and you start to strategically um, approach the things that are affecting your weight. So what are those things? Well, obviously you're eating, but instead of trying to change your meal plan and eat completely different starting tomorrow, you can start by focusing on your worst eating habit, right? Your worst eating habit, what is it? Eating at night, okay, let me spend a month, two months, six months, really working on this habit, replacing it, removing it, reducing it, so that I get mastery over it. Um, simultaneously, I'll work on what would be the most helpful habit for me to have in my life. Maybe it's drinking water, sleeping better, relaxing, um, moving more, meditating, you know? I'm gonna work on implementing that. And you work on those two things, for a couple months and you get good at them. So it becomes easy and natural and automatic for you to do them. And then you build on those. And now all of a sudden it feels like I can do this because you can do it. The problem has been that you've been doing the wrong method. You've been using the wrong method and um, that's why you haven't been able to lose weight. So I hope this helps to start convincing you um, that you can do it. And I want you to start recognizing that you probably have not believed that you can lose weight. And if you haven't believed that it's possible, then there's almost no chance of success because it is a path regardless. Either way, it takes work, effort, persistence to do it. And if you don't believe it, it's you're never gonna stick with it. So take a step back from the process and before you even begin, begin to at least get a glimmer of hope, start to realize that you can do this. You need to have that feeling. And if you don't have it, keep working on it until you do by reframing the way that you're approaching this. And you may have to reduce to the ridiculous and kind of start down um, with simple things, you know, and, and start to build up some confidence with simple things and build on that. But if you start even with simple things, at least you'll notice that deep within you, there is a belief that you can do this, all right? So make sure that you have that belief before you start any real program, because otherwise it's just gonna be a waste of your time, all right? Um, so I hope this all helps you out. If you all have any questions, feel free to ask them, all right? Um, M Sparkle, how you doing? I got to see some questions here. Hi, can you make an ebook or subscription-based things? I know you're with it. You're amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, no way I can afford $2,000 right now. I get that. I understand that. Um, you know, understand, I will say this, that, and I don't know if you know this, but, uh, there's a, there's a way to get a 50% discount on that program. If you go to my bio, there's a link to get a hypnosis session and, 
after you sign up for that, I, there's a training I give you, which is three steps to master your weight. Uh, it's about a half hour. If you watch that, you can, uh, I, I give you a discount on the program, 50% off. So uh, I would definitely suggest that. Am I working on an ebook? I am. I, I am working on a book right now. Um, and I've had lower price programs in the past as well. But right now, I, I like this model because it's a great program and I get to work with everyone in it. And um, at this point, I find me being able to work with people is really important. You know, and so I'm always working on creating that magic program that just works without me needing to interact with a person. Uh, I'm not there yet, you know. So, so in this program, again, yeah, it is more than you know other things that you may do to try and lose weight. Um, but what you are getting is direct access to me, where I can work with you. So, um, but you can do that to get that. Uh, you're worth it. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Should I just watch your lives and YouTube's, or are they just clues and not actual steps? Um, to the real program. That's a good question. That's fair. I would say, you know, technically I'm, I'm, I'm saying everything. I mean, the program is more concentrated. So what the program is, it's an eight week program and it's delivered through your phone. So as soon as you start, like the hardest part of weight loss, the hardest part of change in general is remembering to do it. It's new, you know? And so we're, we're again, the, the, really the whole point of the program is we have a conscious and a subconscious mind. We're subconscious creatures, you know? So we're basically, we live our lives on autopilot. And so we want to change our behaviors. The hardest part is really inter, interfacing with that subconscious mind, changing up the automatic behaviors we have. So my program, it's delivered you know, through an app on your phone exactly for this reason, because your phone's part of your life. So I kind of weave right into, the program weaves itself right into your daily life right away. And so you start the program in the morning, you wake up, there's a message from me, and you click on that link and you go and listen to your hypnosis session in the morning. It's a five-minute hypnosis session. And for eight weeks, you get a new one each day. And so this starts to program your mind, your subconscious mind, to start thinking like a thin person. Um, then at night, you get, an, this is something I'm adding this week here. Then at night, you get another reminder, and it's to do the program yourself thin technique. So this is a technique I, I teach you. Um, it's a one to two minute technique, and um, you program your own subconscious mind. This is the core of the program. Um, then there's a hypnosis session at night that you listen to as well with a core weight loss mantra in it. So that's what the program is. I mean, there's also other things. There's a blueprints that you work through and all that. Um, informationally, I, I share everything. I give everything to you. Um, I, I can't do the program, you know, without me working with it. Because if I try and teach you the technique, because I've done this before, if I, I could just tell you the technique, but it's like, it's, it's really simple, but it's like people just consistently do it wrong, just to be, to be honest. And so it's important for me to kind of be there to kind of correct them. You know, and so that's why right now I only te I only sell it with the coaching, you know, but um, but yeah, if you if you keep watching, I get people all the time, you know, they're watching lives, TikToks, all the rest of it. You have to watch a lot more of it, I think, you know, what I mean, because it's not set up for that. Um, and, and there's a lack of commitment. The commitment piece is kind of a big piece as well. That's why I, I charge a bit more. Um, but, you know, you're getting a lot of the same information. So if you listen to podcasts, the, the YouTube, the TikToks, all that stuff, um, it, it'll affect you. You know, it'll absolutely help you. You know, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, your explanations have resonated with me the most, but I feel bad. I feel bad. What? Stepping into your lives, not your program. I think in a year I could though. No, no, I feel bad. You get on here. That's why I do these. I'm happy to help work with you. Um, and by the way, you know, something I do, I haven't done it recently too much, but, um, another thing I do sometimes shoot me a, a message if you want to do it is, uh, sometimes I'll do like coaching calls with people completely free. Um, but you, you have to let me you sign like a waiver and say I can use it because I'll, I'll make a podcast out of it and stuff and I'll use the video. Um, but if you're that type of person, you know what I mean? Like it, it's really good. I've got some of my YouTube channel right now. I just remember last night I got one that I haven't put up yet, but it's really interesting to watch and you should watch them anyways um, because, you know, I'm talking this stuff 
which I think, you know, it's good stuff, I think, right? But um, it's, I think it's even more useful when you watch it in context of like a, like a regular person who's dealing with regular weight loss stuff. Um, I think that makes it even, it's more meaningful. So I definitely suggest watching those. And don't feel bad about getting these lives. Ask all the questions you want. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that. If you ask too many questions, I'll let you know. Um, but, but you're not doing that. I, I'm, I'm doing this to help you out. Again, I, 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 my business model is kind of the Robin Hood model. You know what I mean? Like where I have, um, you know, people invest a decent amount of money to work with me. And then I, I'm able to give everything away for free as well. You know, now again, it's not the program I'm giving away for free because for, for certain reasons, but um, I give all the information, you know, I'm, I'm telling you all the stuff you need to know. You know, and you, you got to keep on listening to it for it to make work. Um, you inspire me so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad that it's helping you. Hi, any tips for binge eating? Unlocking the reason why. Okay, Helen, I, I appreciate that question. Put my heater on here. Um, yeah, binge eating. There's two big ones, and again, I don't know if I was talking to you specifically. Um, if 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 we were talking specifically, I'd have a lot more detail. But I'll tell you kind of the. the boilerplate answers I, I give out to people. Um, binge eating usually, usually is kind of caused by one of two things. One, the first one, the biggest one is you're really hungry. You know, usually when people want to lose weight, they way restrict their calories and they get so hungry that they get to the point where they can't control their eating and then they binge. Um, the other one is usually emotional. And so they don't know how to handle their emotions in a genuine way. And so they turn to the food and use that food as a, as a distraction or just something to feel better for a minute. And they binge on that, you know, um, so those are the two big whys I see. Um, but I will tell you this, my, 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 you know, people in my program always hear me say this, but, um, is that you want to, don't worry about the why questions. A lot of times people get so obsessed with the why questions and they're always trying to figure out what's wrong. Again, that's like a hundred percent of the people in my program. We're all overthinkers. I mean, I'm myself included. We're all overthinkers, just constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. Problem is that when we ask why, what's wrong with me? How come I binge eat? Why, why do I keep doing that? Why don't I do the right thing? I know what to do. Why do I keep screwing up? When we keep asking questions like that, it's literally hypnosis to keep reinforcing what we're doing because everything's built around the problem. We just keep imagining us doing the wrong stuff and we keep doing the wrong stuff. And even though you're consciously saying, well, why am I doing that? I'm trying to figure it out. You think there's like some cognitive breakthrough. It's right on the other side of those questions. And there's not, it's what it is. It's you imagining yourself doing all the wrong shit, program that stuff in your subconscious mind. So, um, you know, that, that's a big part. So I'd stop asking why questions cause they're addictive and I know it's hard to not do it. And you've been doing it for so long. You just do it easily. You know what I mean? Just keep circling around why questions. But start asking how questions. How can I eat? How can I stay more in control? You know, how can I eat in a healthier way? How can I have, you know, more control over how I'm eating, eat more moderately? And when you start asking questions like that, it brings you in a much better direction because those questions, again, now the the images you're making in your mind, what you're what you're imagining is much more about the solution, how you want to be. And that changes you. You know, it, it changes the way you behave, think, feel, all of those things. Um, and it says, well, maybe I could have that. Have you thought of being... Um, yeah, you can do half that though. You should have, I mean, it's, it's the, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's the best, it's the best weight mastery program out there. <laughs> There's just no, I mean, it's the most comprehensive program you'll ever see. There's no, no question about it. And it's about you, you figuring yourself out, you know, it's you creating your own plans, you know, so I definitely suggest it. Have you thought of being a therapist or do you consider yourself more of a life coach holistic? You know, it's funny that you say that because, um, I have uh, a person in the program cause I always say, oh, I'm a hypnotist. But she's like, you're really a hypnotherapist. And I would say that's definitely a better description. So I guess I do, I don't like, I don't really like therapists, just the traditional things. So a lot of it's so much about analyzing and figuring out where the problems came from. And so I like, 
I've always been more about like, like forward momentum. You know, I don't want to rehash the past. I want to find out what the problem is and then find solutions to it so you can move forward. And so um, using hypnosis is a powerful modality to make that happen. But yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a certified hypno hypnotherapist, neurolinguistic programming trainer, um, strategic coach, yoga instructor. So really it's, it's kind of all of those things kind of melded together. And um, to be honest, I mean, I've had to create this myself because where do you learn the weight loss, weight mastery mindset from? No one's doing it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've, I've been on my own path for 30 years and professionally I've been doing this for 20 years and I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So it's just, I got, I, you know, I read 50 books a year. I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with this stuff, but I've had to kind of create my own lane um, of how to do this because no one's out there doing it. You know, I, I haven't seen a lot of people or, you know, systems for how, you know, listen, there's lots of weight loss stuff, but it's always telling you what to do. That's the easy part. You already know enough what you should do. You know what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat to lose most of the weight. Um, the problem is you can't get yourself to do it. You know, and so that's where I've been, you know, for, for my whole career is how do you get yourself, how do you get yourself motivated? You know, how, how, how do you change how you feel? How do you influence your behaviors in a real way? How do you program your subconscious mind ultimately to do the things that are going to keep you at your goal weight and give you the quality of life you want? These are the questions I'm obsessed with. And so I approach this from a completely different angle, but um, yeah, it, it's a bit of coaching, but it's also, it's hypnotherapy for sure. So it is kind of a melting pot of all those things, I would say. But that, that's a good question, yeah. Um, thank you for taking time out for this live. What's a quick tip for stopping late night snacking? Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> and that, that was my first biggest challenge is the nighttime eating. Um, first thing I would say, and I always like to reinforce this, is that there's no one tip solution thing like that. We gotta get that idea out of our minds, you know? This is like, again, how long do you wanna keep the weight off for, right? And I know you're saying forever. And so this is a forever process. It's a, it's a forever marathon. And I don't want that to scare you. Um, it's just like brushing your teeth. You know, at what point you stop brushing your teeth? You're not, you're to keep doing it. And so mastering your weight's kind of a similar thing. So that being said, the reason I, I frame it that way is that what I'd rather you do with the late night snacking is I could give you some ideas and I will, um, but I want you to get curious about the late night snacking, start to understand it, how's it happening and start to go to work on finding solutions to it. That's the key thing. Um, that's the whole thing my program is built around is this redo rehearsal technique that I teach people. And the biggest part of it is, again, with a diet mindset, you think you're going to start Monday being perfect and just ride that perfection out to your goal weight. In my program, we're starting off, there is no like meal plan you're trying to be perfect. You're starting off with where you're starting off with all your overeating and your binge eating and your wrong mistakes and your, all your bad habits and all that shit. And we're, we're starting there and then we're fixing them you know, kind of one at a time, <laughs> but we're doing it strategically in, in an intelligent way. So late night snacking is one of the most common ones, right? So um, there's a bunch of ways I'll share what I did, you know? So I knew first off is I, I saw it as one thing. It was one habit. And that's what I attacked for months. Um, I'm going to get good at this. I'm like, if I can stop late night snacking, you know, and, and so that's the first thing I'd suggest to you is reframe how you call it, right? So you're calling it late night snacking, which almost sounds kind of homes down homesy and folksy and fun, right? I'd start to say like, let me ask you this. If you didn't snack at night for the next year, let's just say it just disappeared from your life magically. What do you think would happen to your weight? If that's the only thing that happened, what do you think would happen to your weight? Now, I'm just going to fill out a number. You can answer that if you'd like to. Let's just say it's 25 pounds. We'll just arbitrarily pick a number. But then I would go to, that's the first thing I would do. I'd want to reframe that. Late night snacking is not really a good description of what it actually is, you know? So I would start to say that that's my 25 pound habit. This is what I did. And um, I would say, okay, I want to go to work on my 25 pound habit of snacking at night. 
And then I would, that I would, so I'd frame it as, as this is important. If I can reduce this one habit, I'm probably half the way to my goal weight. You know, that's how important it is. And so I'm going to work at it. I know I'm just going to like, oh, I'm going to start Monday night, not snack anymore at night. That's bullshit. That's dumb thinking. Stop that. That's diet thinking. It's dumb. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to work on not snacking at night anymore. How do I do that? So when I did it, you know, I started to eat more dinner at first. Okay. So I wasn't hungry at night as hungry and that made it easier. And you say, yeah, but Jimmy, you're not going to lose weight that way. I don't give a shit because I'm trying to think strategically. So the first step for me was I just want to not eat at night. That was the first step. What's it like to go through from dinner to sleep of not eating? And I didn't know what that even felt like. So that was my first step. So if I ate more, I don't care. I took it in phases. Once I got used to that, you know, then that, that I do other strategies and whatever. And long story short, it was, it was consistently working and understanding what worked, what didn't work until I finally figured out um, and kind of implemented a new way you know, of not snacking at night and obviously using the programming stuff made it go a lot quicker. It was a lot more helpful, but, but that's, again, I don't want to just give you a technique because it may or may not work for you, but I want you to more understand is the mindset, the approach to it, you know, reframing it and realizing it's probably a 20, 30 pound habit for you and um, really going to work on it, you know, inconsistent, you know, you'll, you'll be good with it. Sometimes you'll be bad with it and realizing, keep moving yourself to the point where you no longer snack at night. That That's the attitude as opposed to just like something where you're just not going to have it. Um, hope that makes sense. Oh, amazing. Yes, an unprecedented system. It really is. You're in Colorado? No, I'm in Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> there's Vicki. There she is. I'm glad you're taking my definition on board. I am, Vicki. You convinced me. You're, you're a persuasive person anyways. You know that, right? Um, hypnosis overnight? Uh, or do you think you should be conscious absorbing it fully? No, you know, it's, in my program, it's both. I mean, you have your morning one you listen to within a half hour waking up. And um, that starts your day off, you know, relaxed and with the right stuff in your head. And then the nighttime one, it's a sleep gnosis one. And so there's two versions of it. One of them has a countout if you want to listen to it like seven o'clock at night and then go around about your night. The other one is the one you listen to as you go to sleep. Yeah, you're right, though. Yeah, if you're if you're out cold sleep, just and then I put some hypnosis on, it's not gonna do anything. However, if you listen to that hypnosis session, then fall asleep. That's not a bad thing, because when you go to sleep, you pass through a hypnagogic state. And so you go from being your waking mind to your dream mind. And when you're getting positive suggestions and you pass through, because you know you feel when you when you feel like you're falling asleep, um, but you're just laying there, but it feels like you're falling, that's you going from your waking mind to your dream mind. And so I'm a big believer and fan that when you're getting hypnotic suggestions during that time, they're more impactful. And you might have dreams about it and, and it just has more impact on you. And so, yeah, listening to it at night and waking up in the morning to do it, it kind of bookends your day with the hypnosis. You know, and then you add the the um, the redo rehearsal technique in there as well, uh, and and you you are consistently programming your subconscious mind in a way that's customly designed to you. So yeah, really helpful. Um, so I could possibly find a fifty percent off for an eight week program. Yeah, Em, listen, just just shoot me shoot me a message, and I'll I'll send you a direct link. You know. But yeah, it's for the eight-week program. And anyone else, you can get a 50% off of the program. Um, I always call it, because listen, when it comes to weight loss, action is rewarded. That's like one of the core things I instill in people. Because weight loss, you're not spontaneously going to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, oh, you know, this is nice. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> You've got to make the decision first, take action, and then you get the reward. And so my program, you know, like to, to get it 50% off, you know, usually go watch the training. But you're, you're here. I've seen you before. So you're, you're always taking action on these lives and doing stuff. So shoot me a message. Um Anyone else, if you if you want to get the 50% off link, shoot me a message. You can directly message me through TikTok um, or email me, Jim at Program Yourself Then, or my, my um, email link in the bio as well. Um, Helen says, wow. I want to read what that was. 
Wow, the 25-pound habit. I will be changing my language to this so I understand the consequences. Yeah, exactly, right? That's that. That's part of the mindset. Listen, everything's mindset. Your mindset's the main thing controlling your weight. More important than your genetics, your hormones, your metabolic disorder, your diabetes, anything. Your Hashimoto's, all of it. Your mindset's the most important thing. And that's just an example of it, right? Because, oh, I, gotta, I snack at night. I kind of do a little snacking habit at night, right? <laughs> Sounds, we're minimizing, right? Subconsciously, we're minimizing the effect of that. When we call it a 25-pound habit, now we're maxim- We're not even maximizing. We're just seeing it accurately for what it is, right? And so um, that's just that's one little mindset tweak trick you can do, you know? And my, my program is a million of them, you know, and they're, they're condensed, so we change things quick, but um, that, that's part of it. You get a feel of that. I've snacked just now, and I don't have calories left for the day, nor am I hungry, but I already unfroze my pizza for the night. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, again, I don't mean to laugh at that, cause, but that, that it's funny because we're not logical creatures. You, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, that's a situation where, yeah, you're not hungry, you, you, you know, so what are you going to do? You know, I'm, I'm curious to know what you're going to do here. Um, I've never heard anyone frame it like that before. Yeah, maybe the first one. Listen, I got a bunch of stuff. It's funny. I just read through, I'm not going to you know, toot my own horn here, but um, I say it to you just to realize like, like what I'm doing is really unique. Um, and it's always, I've been doing this for 30 years personally, and it's my own path. You know I mean? It, listen, I learned from everyone. Again, I follow Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do model. I, I take what works, discard what doesn't. Um, and I've been doing that for 30 years. And so I read neuroscience, yoga stuff, nutrition, you know, all, psychology up and down, all of it. Uh, and coaching, all of this stuff, linguistics. And I'm always looking for what actually helps people. I, I, there's no question my program is, is without question the most practical um, approach because I'm just working with real people. That's my, my, my classroom, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so, so I find like what actually helps people. You know, because listen, 99% of the weight loss solutions out there are just people telling you what to do, right? It's, it's constantly, oh, here, don't eat carbs. Do this, eat this, work out this way, do this, do this. It's always telling you what to do. That is not your problem. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it. You have no, you have no skill set, no ability to influence how you think or feel or behave, right? You're, you know as little about how to actually lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet. You have a bunch of vague ideas about what you should do, but you have almost no idea of how to get yourself to consistently do the things that are going to keep you thin, right? <laughs> and so I've been working like in the field, like with actual people, you know, um, when they feel depressed, when they're not motivated, when they, after they've binged and eaten a bunch of shitty food and feel like shit, that I'm, I'm right there, you know, with them. And so everything I'm doing is like field tested, practical strategies to move you from this point to this point consistently because that's what you got to do again this diet idea is that you're going to start monday and just be perfect till you you get to your goal it's so fucking crazy it's 100 not going to happen you're never going to do that you're never going to be perfect never it's not even an option you can be perfect for a week or a month maybe but we're talking about how long to keep the weight off for forever right so you're never going to be perfect for a year and you're not set up for that you're all or nothing you know so so everything i do is very very practical i appreciate you saying that yeah a bunch of my stuff is like things people never heard um, and froze my dinner pizza, so I'm going to eat it. Yeah, right. So, uh, I guess <laughs> it's not a lot. It's 150 grams, but still, um, yeah, but you know, again, it, it's, it is reinforcing the idea that you're, you're eating mentally, right? You're, you're, you gotta, your body's sending you a signal. We're not even hungry and you're going to override that and eat the pizza because it's there, you know? Um, and I get it, right? Cause you know, but, but understand seeing that pizza there and then wasting it, if you can't refreeze it or you can't save it till tomorrow, is that's that's affecting our biology right because biologically we hate wasting food 
right? So, so that's a real thing. That's like the finisher play club. A lot of people dealing with that. Um, you go to a restaurant, you, you want to be done, but you don't they take the doggy bag. Well, I just want to leave it. There's, there's hardwire biological hardwiring that makes us not want to waste food. So I, I'm not, I'm not joking when I say like, like that's a real issue. But what I am saying also is that you're, you're overriding your body's natural signal. Say, oh, we're, we're satisfied. And you're going to override that mentally. Cause you're saying, I don't want to waste food though. So we're going to eat it, you know? So just be careful of that. Uh, does your program implement Neville Goddard techniques of law of assumption and hypnosis? You know, I, I'll tell you what, Neville Goddard is someone I, I, I have not studied um, and I want to, and I probably need to because uh, people a lot of times will say things I'm saying are similar to what he's saying. You know, some of my, my videos, it makes like hypnosis techniques are different um, trainings I do. So so I, I know there's, there's some... Um, aspects to it there i'm going to guess because i've heard that before and i'm not familiar with his work that's one person i have not really looked into um but i will you know joe dispense is another one i, I hear a lot of because i've just started seeing a little bit of his stuff and i love it and there's definitely you know some correlations there i, I, I think sometimes partly sometimes i miss i, I think i avoid certain people because i don't want to like i don't want to say what they're saying copy them um but but i don't care either i'll, I'll just say whatever i learn i'll use that's why i was going to say that, that i just read the willpower instinct which was such a great book. But this lady, she's like a P, like a Stanford. Oh, thanks for the rose. Um, she's like a Stanford PhD, you know, just, just brilliant. And, and, but then the book, it's all the stuff that I'm teaching my program, you know, um, she, she's like, she frames it a little bit differently, but it's all the same stuff that makes me feel good. It makes me feel validated. Um, but I don't mind. I'm going to integrate a lot of what she said right into the program because she clarifies some things, you know, so, but I'll look up Neville Goddard. Yeah. I definitely think that some of the things in the program are definitely in line with what he says based on what people have told me. Um, I've been fasting and to be honest, it's not really helping that much. I do better eating unprocessed. Yeah, Tracy. So stop fasting. <laughs> I know, right? Like in my program, right? Everything's about like, there's uh there's three pillars of weight mastery, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And, and it's in that order. And it's a pyramid shape mindset on the bottom, the biggest, most important piece, then lifestyle and then eating. And what most people do when they approach their weight loss is they just focus on the eating piece. And um, there's no foundation under it. You know, it's like building a house on quicksand. So, you know, listen, the fasting, I know people want to do it. And, and strategically, it makes a lot of sense. But the reality, what I've seen, I literally just helped some of my program with this because they were intermittent fasting. They didn't start eating till noon. But by the time they started eating, they were fucking starving. <laughs> they couldn't stop themselves from eating the wrong foods. You know what I mean? So we have to look at things holistically. We can't just look at it and say, oh, I'm not eating for 16 hours, so I'm going to lose weight. Well, what are you doing the eight hours you are eating? If you trigger, for me, because I played with fasting. Now, again, I'm saying this as somebody, I intermittent fast, but I backed myself into it without, I wasn't intermittent fasting when I did it. What I did is I wanted to stop eating at night. That was my big habit that I wanted to change. Uh, and that was my 40 pound habit. That's what I believed it was. And so I, I really went to work on that. And so long story short, eventually I got to the point where I stopped eating at night. I eat, finished dinner six, seven o'clock and I wouldn't eat till eight o'clock the next morning. And so, Hey, next thing you know, you know, 20 years later, we call it intermittent fasting, but I backed into it with a different set of motivations. I see a lot of people now and I like intermittent fasting. Like I, I feel great doing it. I, I love giving my body a rest, but I've also done like master cleanse fasting. And when I did that, I would do it for a day or two. It would be really hard for me. And then once I started eating and I was obsessed with food, I was hungry all the time. I had a hard time not eating too much. So we have to look at the holistic effect of what our decisions are and our behaviors are and customize them to who we are. So I like hearing what you're saying. And, and you know, I, I, I made a program actually, um, it's, I don't sell it right now, but it was called the two day detox diet. And what it was 
is because, you know, most people, when they want to detox, they're just not eating. And so I said, what if someone took two days to detox just by eating unprocessed foods? You know, so that's what the whole program is, is just eating really natural, healthy stuff for two days. Right. What a concept. And so um, that's where I went to. So I never fast anymore. Well, I guess I, if you want to call it fasting, that, that I don't even consider that fasting. Um, but I never fast for like days at a time anymore. Nope, because I can do it. It's really hard for me to do. Going towards it, I'm dreading it. I do it. It's really hard. And then afterwards, I'm obsessed with food and I'm overeating. It's hard not to overeat. <laughs> so what am I going to do? You know what I mean? It's like in that when I frame it that way, it seems silly to do. And so I don't do it anymore because it throws everything all off for me. So I'm right. I'm on the same boat with you. Um, you know, if, if that's what you're talking about with fasting that, yeah, it, it can have a lot of residual effects. I'm like that. To be honest, I'm like that with working out. When, when people come to me in the program and they talk about, oh, I want to work out to lose weight. I'm like, can you give the working out a break? I mean, go for walks and do light stuff. But if you're going to start doing real active shit, oh, I, I say no, because there's a there's a licensing effect that when we do something good, we tend to do something bad afterwards for a number of reasons. But the other one is that when you start exercising a lot, you get really hungry. You know, and so I would rather in my my program, I really, you know, encourage people to really focus on the eating part of it, because if you can master the eating part, listen, you can exercise, too, when you want to. But if you can really master the eating part, you're going to be able to master your weight forever. You know, it's really set you up for long term success. Um, oh, definitely. I mean, I 100 percent know what to do, but no idea how to do it. Been trying for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the conversation I always have. That's what I, that's literally what my program is, is how do you get yourself to do the things you know you should, you know? And what you've been doing, what all you've been doing, because you're all smart, I know this, or else you wouldn't be watching me. <laughs> um, and I only say that not because I'm smart, but because I, I just attract people that, that are, think a lot. They think a lot, you know? And what happens is you're thinking a lot and you're thinking about it all the time, but what you're technically thinking about is you're thinking about why you don't do what you know you should. This is the, com this is the conversation I have 90% of the time with my clients. It's over and over. And it's so tricky because you're used to figuring things out and you're a smart person. You can solve things. You do it in all other areas of your life. But when it comes to your weight and your eating, you don't, you don't understand it, right? Because you think about it all the time. You can't change it. And I know exactly what you're doing. You're thinking about the problem constantly and what that... Let me put it this way. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. So if I tell you don't think about... Get ready. Get ready to not think about what I'm about to tell you, okay? Don't think about a white bear. Don't think about a white bear. Don't think about a white bear, right? So what are you thinking about? You think about a white bear. Why? Because subconsciously you hear the word white bear and you have to make sense of what I'm saying. So your visual cortex lights up the image of a white bear. And then you consciously go to work and try not to think about it. So when you're thinking about why do I keep binging? You're imagining yourself binging and you're doing this all day long while you're trying to figure it out. So my program, we say, okay, what would it be like if you ate just the right amount of food? Do not compute. <laughs> you can see the steam, the smoke coming out of people's ears. They're like, what? what uh, huh? Yeah, that's the problem. You don't have the neural connections in your brain to that, that are of you eating just the right amount, of you making right food choices, of doing the right stuff. You're never thinking about the solution because you're going to try and solve that problem. You're never going to fucking solve that problem thinking about that way. I guarantee you. You're going to keep getting it. But at least I can give you the explanation why. <laughs> All right. Um, Vicky says the ability is there. The strategy of how to do it is what you teach so well. Thank you, Vicky. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, Vicky's, Vicky's like, she's, you know, she's a perfect example. She's in the program and she's, again, super smart, you know. And so 
you know, thinking all the time, you know, and then now she's starting to think about the things she wants to do. And, uh, it's crazy how fast changes can happen when you start doing that. That's the amazing part because it's like, you've got this supercomputer, but you're running shitty programs. You know, you're running programs about, again, you think you're getting to a better place. You think by thinking about what the problem is, why you keep doing it, that you're going to have this cognitive breakthrough is going to just stop it. And it's not. It's not. You have to practice being the person you want to be. It's not a logical thing. It's a practice. Let me put it this way. So like you logically, you information wise, you know everything you need to know about how to write with your hand, right? You can write with your hand. You know everything there is to know how to write letters and write words and write letters, okay? But you can't do it with the other hand, you see? So you got to get out of your mind that information is behavior because it's not. Knowing what to do and being able to do it are two completely different things, and you don't realize that. And so you're in your head trying to think about why, why am I, oh, why, 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 why? Even if I, if I gave you the answer why, it would make no difference in your behavior, you know? So you got to let that go and start focusing on, let me practice being the person I want to be. It's, it's like developing a skill. It's like playing the piano. It's like drawing. It's like writing. It's like playing an instrument, learning a language, learning to dance. Anything that you've actually learned to do with your body that you can do, tying your shoes. It's not about... You know, you could read 100 books on playing piano. You could read 10 books on how to tie your shoes. Until you actually start doing something with your body and doing it, you're not learning it. And this is what you're doing in your head, trying to figure everything out. And that's why you're stuck, you know? Um, I actually love that you laughed about it. It amused me and depressed my depressed self. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, let me see here. I definitely think a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone on here, I know you all think a lot. I know it because that's what I attract. I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know how smart you are. I, I'm certainly not the smartest person on the, on the block, um, but I think a lot. <laughs> oh boy, I think a lot. And this same overactive, overthinking brain is the same one that 30 years ago, I was 54 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, I was binge drinking. I was depressed. I was completely lost. You know, I mean, I was lost, you know? stuck, lost, just didn't know what to do. Same brain, same me. So what's different? How am I 30 years later, the exact same weight, goal weight, never dieting? How am I doing it? Feeling happy, living my life, loving things, loving every day, you know? What's different? Same brain, same genetics. What's the difference? Different subconscious programming, you know? I learned how to change my subconscious mind, how to use it to get what I want. I'm still always working at it too. So again, that's the key thing. You know, it's not, it's not a law of attraction. That shit ain't enough. Someone asked that yesterday. I have another TikTok channel, by the way, if you want to follow that. It's more just hypnosis stuff, but that's Jim Katsoulis. So you can go follow that if you like. But someone wrote to me, I did, I did a, like a, a wealth, um, a money magnet hypnosis session. Someone wrote to me and said, do you use hypnosis to make large sums of money? And I said, well, not in the way you're thinking. I'm not just using hypnosis to make money just magically appear. And you can't just use hypnosis to make yourself magically thin. You know, now there's a, there's a time and a place to imagine the goal that you want, connect to and feel motivated from it, that we use that in the program. That's part of it, but it's a small part. The bigger part is using hypnosis. And this is what I wrote to the person. I said, I use hypnosis to get myself to do the things that bring large sums of money to me in my life. I, that dis, you got to understand the distinction. I'm not using hypnosis just to magically make myself thin. I'm using hypnosis to get myself to consistently do the things that make me thin. I hope that makes sense. That's where the law of attraction leaves out. <laughs> you can't just imagine. We just imagine you're a fucking piano player and then you're going to boop, boop, boop. Oh, look at this. That's never happened on the face of the planet. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's magical thinking. We want to believe it, but it ain't going to work. You're not, it's not, you're not going to do it with hypnosis. You're not going to do it with law of attraction. You're not going to do it with tapping. You're not going to do it with probably Neville Goddard. I, I don't know enough of his stuff. So I don't mean it. But, but if, if the, if the approach is just, just imagine, just, just be it, just be it. Well, 
kind of technically that's a small part of it, but what's way more important is doing the shit day to day to get you the results you want. That's the way bigger part. (laughs) No one one really talks about that, you know? And so that's what we work on in the program is literally like, but again, you want to customize it to yourself. You need to come up with your own plan. As just someone said, um, it's kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> I said, Vicky, Vicky said we moved from, from the banana. I did that for you, Vicky. I was about to say banana and I did that cause I knew you were here and I was joking with you. Um, but, but anyways, yeah, folks, we got it. We got to move away from just, uh, just even just, just magical thinking and getting the nuts and bolts. How do I become a thin person? How do I get myself to consistently do the things that I want to do or that I need to do to become the person I want to be? And, um, how can I do this in the most enjoyable way possible? You know, <laughs> she said, I love banana. Uh, that's funny. The writing with the other hand metaphor is excellent. Thank you. I, I love that one. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I've come up with a few gems over over my career. That's one of them, though, because it, it, it proves the point, though. That's what I'm trying to say is that we're, we're always chasing information. And listen, part of it's the education system, you know, where it's always we kind of in, in a sense, technically, we kind of stopped learning around like third grade, you know, because that's like when we stopped learning actual things like writing, you know, reading, um, you know, tying our shoes, like all these like kind of life skills. And then we went into theory mode. You know, we just started learning like how to we just learned theories and we stopped learning stuff. That's why I tell you, like for me, my hobbies are a huge part of my whole process. Like I do yoga all the time. You know, I play guitar, um, learning to type like I, I love learning actual things and um juggling like like i like doing all these things because they're real learning skills and i think a lot of times we make the mistake oh i understand how to do that because that's how they get you with the diets they're always trying to get you with the concepts it's real simple concepts oh just give up carbs just oh you want to lose weight just stop eating carbs you know and it seems like the fucking simplest thing in the world until you go and try and do it and then it's like oh shit everything i eat is a carb <laughs> so it's like oh uh, uh well what do i eat what am i gonna do and you freak out and you're like oh my god it sounds so simple though just stop eating carbs hey just stop eating for 16 hours a day <laughs> just stop just stop doing it you know it's like it, you know what it is i always say this it's like the just say no remember with nancy reagan in the, the 80s there hey drugs just just say no to them you know it's like <laughs> How could it be anything easier? You know, oh, you're a drug addict. Listen, just you don't know. You didn't know about this strategy. I'm going to fix your change your life. Just say no to them. You know, and that's what they're doing with the dieting, though, isn't it? Isn't every diet that it's like, oh, no, here's your plan. Just stop eating. Just eat this way now. Oh, if it was only that simple. The weird part is, again, I don't blame anyone because we're all we're literally hypnotized in your life. In my life, we've seen millions of diet ads. You know, and they're all conditioning us how to think about weight loss. Most people can't separate weight loss from dieting. You know, that, that's one of the core problems. You ask a, a thousand people in America how to lose weight, I, you're going to hear diet, surgery, um, medicine, pills. You know, that's what you're going to hear. You're not going to hear mindset. <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, it's easier than you think, but it's it's like you have to you have to wake yourself up out of the trance. I always say this one, you know, I always thought I was going to hypnotize people to lose weight, but it's not that it's, it's hypnotizing you to wake the fuck up out of your, your trance. You're in a diet trance, you know, and, um, you need to see this whole process differently. If you have any chance of ever getting any real results, you know, um, Amory says you're fun and a joy to watch. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you say that. Um, (laughs) he's right. Using hypnosis to make yourself do things consistently makes perfect sense. Yeah, of course. Right again, it's all about practicality, practicality. I could sit here and tell you theories. I could make a, I could make a diet program up. No problem. Sell that millionaire, you know? Um, but, but it's, it's, it it doesn't, it wouldn't work because the problem, knowing everything you know about nutrition right now, you could lose weight. 
Okay. Um, if you just like, I always use a metaphor. If, if you were like a robot and you just typed in what you're going to eat all day and then you would just do it, like you'd have no problem losing weight. The problem is you, you get an idea where you're going to eat all day and then it gets time to do it. And you're like, Oh, what about the sugar? Oh, what about bread? What about some chips? You know, and then you can't control it. Then you go and eat that stuff. So you have no ability to change how you think, feel, or behave. And, and that's how it works in reverse though. Your behavior, your body is dictated by your behaviors. Your behaviors are dictated by how you feel and how you think. And you have no idea how to change how you think or feel. So that means you have no idea how to change your behaviors because your idea of changing behaviors is using willpower to try and force yourself to act a certain way. And it's not going to work. Your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process. Your prefrontal cortex anatomically is 10% of your brain. The rest of your brain subconscious is 90% of your brain. And this is why you, you can do a diet for a couple days or weeks some people tell them, I've done a diet for a year and then they make a mistake and they're right back to where they were. Nothing changed. Yeah, because you never changed in your subconscious programming. You just forced yourself to act a different way for a little while, you know? So yeah, the hypnosis is the important thing. <laughs> Thank you. He's more than ready. He's happy. I appreciate you saying that too. I really am. It, it's, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, I always say like, I use the word thin and some people are triggered by that, but I'm taking the word back. I'm tired of, I'm tired of thin being like some bad thing where it's like really, you know, people with eating disorders. Yeah, obviously eating disorder people have, are thin and that's their whole thing. But I'm taking thin back to mean you living at your goal weight and your goal weight's up to you. Whatever you want to weigh, it's up to you, you and you alone. And so how do you decide which weight though? That's where people get lost. I suggest you choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life, the weight that makes you the happiest and the healthiest. And in order to do that, you can't just pick a goal weight. That's what the big mistake a lot of people make is they arbitrarily just pick some number. I, you know what I hear the most? Cause I, I always say, well, what's your goal weight? And they tell me the number. And I say, well, why are you picking that? And you know what I always hear? The number one answer by far, that's what I weighed when I was under 25, always. That's what I weighed when I was 20. The, the craziest one I got, the, the record right now, and this was, the record I had was 15, but the record that beat it was when I was 12. That's what I weighed when I was 12. I was in seventh grade. Now she said out loud, she said, holy shit, what am I doing here? <laughs> you could see the, the dawning on her. But, but a lot of time people are picking a, a weight as if that weight lives in a vacuum. And it doesn't. You have to live a certain way and eat a certain way in order to achieve that weight. And people don't take that into account. You know, so if the weight you're picking, you have to drink water and eat carrots in order to achieve it, that's a shitty quality of life and you're not going to do it. And that's where a lot of people are at. They're picking a weight that's, uh, uh, they're going to have to live a lifestyle they don't want to live. They're not willing to live it. And so they're stuck in this constant thing where they're trying to get down to a weight. They don't even want to live at that weight. They want to be that weight for some reason, but they don't want to live at that weight. They don't want to live the lifestyle. So for me, it's like you have to balance those two out. To the point, like for me, so everything's based around my quality of life. It's not based around the weight primarily. And so, you know, 10 years ago, so 30 years, I've maintained the exact weight until 12 years ago, I had my son, we moved and we we're redoing the house. I was running a business, all this stuff. It's a tough time of life. And I was super tired. And so my weight went up. That was the one, one kind of blip. And, um, you know, I got it back down, but what I did is I raised my goal weight by 10 pounds because the, the under 10 pounds where I was at, it was just harder at that time to live that cleanly. You know, so I raised my goal weight. Oh my God, imagine that, you know, because I take my goal weight and it's relative to my quality of life and in different circumstances are going to affect that. So anyways, yeah, being, being, um, being happy is the right, is, is the key thing, you know? Um, so I appreciate you saying that. Jim's favorite example to explain the mind doesn't understand negatives is the banana. Yes. <laughs> Don't think of a banana. Yes. Yes. So I did that for you, Vicky. <laughs> uh. 
or actually this kind of makes me think about the Alan Carr method to stop smoking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Carr. I love that guy. Yeah. He has a weight loss book too. Um, again, I like it a lot, but I, th- I think weight loss is different than smoking. So the thing with weight loss is there's no one tactic, you know, and that's something I learned. I've had programs out. Um, and I realized it, it's, it's not just one thing you can do because you're see, this is like everyone underestimates the weight loss, you know, minimize it. And there's a reason for that. The diets want to just make it seem like it's one simple shift you have to make. Listen, your weight loss and changing your weight is probably one of the most comprehensive things you could do take on in life, to be honest. Um, because I mean, you're eating three to eight times a day, every single day of your life. That's all, all you're eating is relative to your subconscious programming, you know, that you already have the way that you habitually think, feel, and behave is all hardwired into you at this point. And you're changing all this stuff. So it's a comprehensive thing. And, um, you know, that's why I I love Alan Carr and I I love his smoking thing. It's brilliant. Um, and, and some of the things he does for the weight, he wrote a book for weight, right? He's a way to lose weight. Um, are great. They're great tactics to use, but it's not enough. You know, it's been my experience. And so in mine, again, there, there's the tactics you learn, there's the support from the hypnosis, and there's these blueprints where you create your own customized weight mastery blueprints based on you. Because you're a one-of-a-kind person with a one-of-a-kind lifestyle and, um, you know, situation. And so you've got to tailor it to you. You know, that's the key thing. Um, so what do you do? Uh, you have to be a little more specific than that. Uh, I tried to stop smoking a million times and never managed, but when I went through that method, it worked. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So again, I, I love that. I love that. He's, he's, that, that has such a great smoke thing. And it's worked for so many people. I, I love it. And I love some of the things in there that he teaches. I love the little monster stuff and it's so good. So, um, yeah, he's got a book on weight. So, you know, check that out too. Yeah. That might help you as well. Um, how can I know if my mindset has changed versus just forcing myself to eat and live a certain way? Yeah, that's a great question and a great um, answer coming your way <laughs> is that it'll feel congruent, you know? So that that's a, such a good an- answer. I, I would say it feels to me like I know what it's like to force myself. I never force myself to do anything, you know? If I don't really want to do it, I won't try and get myself to do it. Examples, coffee. I kind of go through different things with coffee. Oh, I shouldn't do it. I should stop it. And when I get to that mode, I never say, I'm going to stop drinking coffee. I say to myself, do I want to stop drinking coffee? And if I don't, then I don't try and stop drinking coffee. I hope that makes sense. Because for most people, there's a conscious subconscious incongruency. To the point, I'm going to just be blunt about this. You don't even want to lose weight. If you've been overweight for a long time, it's because subconsciously you want to, you want to, you weigh what you want subconsciously. And for women, you know, a lot of times women carry extra weight because they use it as a protection against men. You know, and so that's just one example of many for subconscious reasons you want to be overweight. And so for most of you, you don't even want to lose weight. Just to be completely honest, you wish you'd lose weight. You wish you'd wake up tomorrow, you know, just start eating better and lose weight. But you don't actually want to do it, you know. And so that's the first thing you got to do is learn how to motivate yourself and truly be motivated to want to do it. So how do you know if your mindset shifts versus just forcing yourself? Well, when you're forcing yourself, you can feel that you're forcing yourself. You feel like you're fighting against yourself. And for me, I don't feel that at all. I, I definitely feel like sometimes I use the word discipline. So it definitely feels like discipline for me sometimes. I eat salads every day during the week, you know, for lunch. And there's sometimes I'm like, ah, crazy, another salad. And it's like, I, I'm like, I, I may not want to do it, but it's the discipline of it. And so it's like, you know, and, and so I'll say to myself, ah, I, don't, I don't feel like eating it. And then I'll come in and say, I know you don't feel like it, but let's do it because you're going to feel better after you do it. And you know, tonight when you think about it, you're going to be happy that you did it. Um, at the end of the week, when you know you finished them off every day, you feel happy with yourself and you're, you're good. And so I, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the mindset shift and it feels different. So there's, it, okay, so let me put in a word, word you definitely will understand or a situation is brushing your teeth, right? So brushing your teeth, sometimes you're really tired. You don't feel like doing it. Now you just want to go to bed, but there, you just do it, right? Because your mindset's 
straight. It's congruent with that behavior. And so you do it. And so you compare that against trying to eat better and it feels like you're fighting against yourself and you are fighting against yourself. Most of you when trying to lose weight because you got your subconscious program that does what it does. And then you're consciously trying to stop that. And that's most people's weight loss experience. You see, so that's forcing yourself. It's not going to last. And then there's kind of the discipline sometimes you need, but most of the time I'm just flowing on autopilot. I want to be clear about that, but there's definitely times when, um, you know, when I'm, uh, you know, using discipline, I would say. The Alan Carr method to quit smoking felt kind of like reprogrammed, but not subconscious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's totally in the ballpark of what, what we do in the program. No doubt about it. There's just a lot more support. I, I don't think Alan Carr, like reading his easy way to lose weight, I think it's a good, it's a, it's part of the process, but, but you need a lot more. You know, you just do. You need consistent reinforcement because cigarettes, you can stop smoking when you're done with them. It's an all or nothing thing. Um, with food, it's not. It's a managed addiction. You know, and so you have to have, it's just, it's a much different process in that way. It's very unique. It, you know, there's very few things that are like managing your weight, you know, because all drugs and like bad habits and addictions, most of them are all or nothing, kind of cold turkeys. Um, with the food, it's a different thing. You know, you got to manage, you got to know how to get back on track. That's the number one skill you got to learn is how to get back on track. And I don't know if he talks about that. I forget if he does, but in my program, that's the number one thing we work on. That's the redo technique that you do at night. Um, that's the most important technique of the entire program because you're going to fuck up all the time. You've got to realize that. You keep thinking you're going to be perfect. You're going to be some perfect person. You're not. You're going to mess up and you need some strategy, some process that you can rely on where you can come back and learn from the mistakes and grow from them. That's the most important thing that's going to help you master your weight. More important than anything else. Um, you always pop on my For You page. <laughs> I hope that's good. <laughs> Yeah, Alan Carr and cigarettes worked 100% for me, but not the food, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so don't feel bad about that. You know what I mean? Um, try you tap ticks faster EFT. I haven't heard of that. I'll check it out. Um, me using weight as protection against men would make so much sense to be fair. My subconscious makes me protect myself from them all the time, even when I don't want to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Also, in general, I'm scared of change. So maybe the fact that I've always been defined as the fat one makes me want to try and stay the way because it's based on my identity, like who I am. If I'm, the, yeah, well, there you go. You should get in the program because you're very intuitive. And yeah, you've just you've just nailed it. You know, everything you said is exactly it. The reason our weight is all controlled subconsciously. You know, you're literally creating the weight that you're at, and um, your your self image is probably the most important. Um, I always say, like, you know, like they talk about like the weight set point sometimes. Is there a weight set point? Oh, yeah, there's a weight set point, but it's psychological. It's your self-image. It's your identity, how you think about yourself. And if you've been the fat one for 30 years, you don't like it, but you're comfortable and familiar with it. You know, you know that role. And so, yeah, all of a sudden becoming the thin one is weird. And it just is. So we always say, oh, I'm going to lose weight. It's going to be great. Well, it is great, but everything's good and bad. There's good and bad with it. You know, it's different and weird. And your brain, your subconscious mind doesn't like weird. Your, your subconscious mind's a status quo machine because your brain's a prediction machine. And the more status quo everything is, the more predictions accurately can make. And so all of a sudden we change things off like our identity. There's a lot of subconscious stuff that, that doesn't want to do that, you know? So you got to deal with that stuff. But, but you've hit the nail on the head. Again, if you're in the position to do it, you should absolutely join the program because you're, you're, you're thinking on that level. And so, you know, you just learn how to manage that level. Um, Thank you. That answer really clarifies forcing versus mindset. I'm really glad because that, that's a huge factor. Once you realize I never force myself, I'm going to say I never, but I almost never force myself. If I don't want to create the change, then I'm not going to do it. I'll, I'll spend more time getting congruent, you know, with why I want to make the change. And then, you know, then I go to work on implementing it using discipline, but I'm never forcing myself because why would I do that? You know what I mean? If I don't want to do it, 
And a lot of people do this with weight loss. Oh, I have to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I should lose weight. Those all imply that you're being forced to do it, that you don't want to. You know, so your language really reveals your motivations and your, your programming. I'm definitely getting the program. I love being here and just ask for the training material. I'll look into it after your live. Yeah, again, either write to me or go. Um, and, and this goes right now. I got to get out of here. We're about to do a coaching call. So again, start it this week. This week's a good one. I'm telling you, um, starting like this, because A, I've, I've just added, I'm, I've just tweaked the program. I got a new training coming out for um, part of it that's really good. I'm excited. And there's like a new part of the app that's going to be coming out supporting that. Um, and then it's always a good time. You want to look for uh, kind of, I don't want to say coincidence. I, I don't know what the word is. Um, synchronicities, I guess, uh, culturally and time-wise. And so one of them, obviously January 1st is always a good one. But this one's a good one. Um, this week is May 1st starts on Monday. And so that's a great time because, again, it, it's springtime. There's a new sense of renewal. Um, it's a new month. You know what I mean? So it is nice to, that's not going to call it a change, but we don't use everything at our disposal. So anyways, yeah, go, anyone here, go to my bio, click that link and get your hypnosis session um, and use it. And then after you get that, there's a training that you're brought right to a page. Watch this. It's three steps to master your weight. Um, I'll bring you through that and you should watch it about a half hour. And then at the end of that, I tell you about my program and I give you a special offer on it. Okay. So you, can, you don't have to pay the full price if you take action because you're here watching me. So you're taking action. If you watch that training, you take action, you get 50% off. Okay. So it's a great deal, but, but do it. it it's really good. Um, I'm reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah. That's a great book. I like that book a lot. Um, yeah. Synchronicities. Yeah. And here you are. Right. So all of a sudden you'd have support and training and, you know, a real plan to actually master your weight instead of just winging it. All right. Everyone, I got to get out of here. Uh, if you want to find more, you can click that link in my bio or the description. Go get your hypnosis session. Experience what hypnosis feels like and how it helps. Uh, then watch that training. Okay, that training is really important. It'll change the way you approach weight loss forever and get you on the right path. Um, and then if you want to keep going forward, uh, again, I'll talk about my program in that, in that, at the end of that training and uh, you get a special offer for it. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's Jim Katsoulis. I actually have another TikTok channel. It's Jim Katsoulis now. It's all hypnosis stuff. Uh, and the podcast, Program Yourself Then. It's on all the major platforms there so go listen to it and uh give me give me some stars right give me give me the five star reviews <laughs> all right everyone have a great day uh we'll talk soon bye